Hello, welcome to the Just a Girl podcast. I'm Lauren, your host. As always, in this episode, I am chatting with an Instagram friend of mine. We have been friends for a very long time, um, and we finally got a chance to um, do this together. So, she is a mom, a fitness coach, a wife, a friend any and all the things. And she is somebody that I really look up to. She's been coaching people for the last five years and has a wonderful team filled with moms. So um, on this episode, we chat all about sustainable habits. We talk about nutrition, what moms struggle with, what she suggests for you if you're starting out your fitness journey now. Whether you are a mom or not, This episode is so beneficial and sheds a light on kind of the ins and outs and realities of parenthood and just life as we get older and more busy and how you can continue to make those healthy changes despite what your circumstances look like. So um, a few housekeeping things. Make sure that you are getting signed up for my uh, membership site. Enrollment closes today, so you will want to make sure to get signed up right now using the link in the show notes or head over to laurentaylorslifestyle.com and you can click on the coaching options button to get signed up for August. If you want an individualized coaching plan geared towards your own body, your own goals, your own physique and biofeedback, all the things with weekly check-ins, go ahead and sign up for an initial call to see if one-on-one coaching would be a good fit for you. Other than that, I've been uh, continuously using my Cured Nutrition CBD, as always. Lauren Taylor gets you money off on that, and um, I think that's it. We're just jumping right into the episode today. So, um, if you don't already follow her, her name on Instagram is Sassy Brunette Fitness, and her name is Kelsey, and I'm so excited that she is on. Make sure that you share this podcast out and... um, take both of us in it about what your favorite part of it was. Okay, didn't know that went on. All right, well, hello guys. Welcome back to the Just a Girl podcast. I have a friend with me today. My first guest is Kelsey, also known as the Sassy Brunette Fitness. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, on my podcast today. So Kelsey, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and tell people what you're all about? Hello. Thank you for having me on. I'm so, I love just doing these chats, especially like we were talking about before. I feel like I've known you forever, So, but this is our first time, like actually sitting down to have a more in-depth conversation outside Instagram, I guess. Yeah, we've been, we've been Instagram friends for a long time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I have been doing this whole online coaching thing for, it's actually going to be five years now, which is crazy to think about. Um, but it basically just started out as like a, for fun, like side thing. I worked a nine to five job as a content writer. I actually did those whole like BuzzFeed type articles. That was my job. Um, not for BuzzFeed, but like for <laughs> that would have been cool. Not for that would have been. Um, but that's, but so that's this, really helpful. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a, this starting coaching was a, just a for fun. Like I had a huge passion for health and fitness and helping people. So it was a fun way to kind of do something different. Um, and then my husband travels for a job. So 
the year we after we got married, I traveled with him. Um, so I kind of dove deeper into doing online coaching because it was something obviously I could do from anywhere. Um, and then it kind of just stuck. It's been working, I guess, ever since. Um, when we got back and we moved to St. Louis um, and bought a house and everything, I had a few other jobs. I trained at the gym, um, worked at a cryotherapy place, worked for a wedding planner for a little bit, <laughs> kind of like all over the place. Um, and then eventually when I got pregnant the first time, um, you know, we had a conversation of I would be staying home. So it made sense to just, you know, go full in with doing online coaching. And so here I, that was spring of 2019. So here I am, Almost I don't know, do the, do the math. Two years. Yeah, two, yeah. Right. But so basically I've been doing it kind of as in some aspects since 2016 so yeah but so it's been a wild ride like obviously my who I am as a coach has changed a lot over the years um and now I love being able to work with moms and stuff since I'm a mom and you know before it was kind of hard to relate to someone who had (laughs) kids but now I'm like yes I understand (laughs) um so that's kind of a long-winded about me but no, I think that's good. So now you're just at home and how do you balance kind of like, because it's not easy having a toddler <laughs> run around while right. you're trying to work. I can't do it right. with a dog. So I can't even imagine doing it with a kid. So like, luckily, so when I worked at the gym, I taught 5am boot camp. So I've been used to like getting up early. So that kind of, I think, helps me get continue like that early morning wake up now um so I get up he normally gets up at like seven so I get up at like five so I get you know a couple hours of work <laughs> <Drink your> coffee <laughs> and peace and- sometimes <laughs> lately I've been really bad about like laying in bed for like 30 or 40 minutes and I'm like oh I need to get up but um so it gives me time in the morning to work and then Thankfully, he's a really good sleeper. So during that time, I work too. Um, I tried to, in the beginning, I really struggled like separating being present in like mom life and then being present, you know, with clients and everything. And I'm sure you kind of, you know, being a teacher too and like managing clients, it's hard to have two very different like avenues that you're trying to dedicate your, you know, 100% to. Um, yeah. So I've had to really work, especially since he's more active and stuff now, um, on like, he's two now, he'll be two in September. Okay. So when he's awake, um, I try not to like be on my phone as much. I try not to like answer client stuff. And so I can dedicate, you know, like specific time to him. And then when he's asleep, obviously dedicating more time (laughs) to work and clients and stuff like that. So, and it helps to like, um, I'm sure you have like your own little system, but I have like specific days that I work doing certain things like batch working. So I can kind of have like a, this is what I have to do today to do list. So I don't feel so overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And does he like, does he understand like, oh, when mom's in this area, like I know not to bother her or is it just not really whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He he's pretty good about, um, like playing independently and like 
we'll go to the gym and stuff. And so like, if I'm walking on the treadmill, then sometimes I'll like, you know, answer clients on my oh, that's a good idea. app or like message mm-hmm. people on Instagram or whatever like that. So I'm kind of getting like bits and pieces in here throughout the day, but I try and especially now with another one on the way, I like, it's almost like I'm feeling guilty <laughs> for like bringing another human into this world. Um, that I know he's going to get like less time. So I'm trying to give him more time now, but it's definitely a balance. And I feel like it's kind of weird because it kind of relates to like what I tell my clients with like, you know, finding that balance in their life with like their goals and like actually enjoying life is that is always like a push and pull. Like some days, you know, I have to give more to him, whether he's like teething or sick or whatever and some days I can pull back some and give more to my clients so it's kind of this like I feel like there's never like a 50 50 split it's like (laughs) they're more mom mode and some days they're more client work mode so yeah um I had a question and now my garbage man if anybody (laughs) can hear that is quite ridiculous um Oh my gosh. But I think it's also helpful that you work with moms. So like, if you don't get back in 20 minutes, like they're very understanding, I'm assuming of like, they're not sitting on their phone either, like waiting for the text back. Well, and that's what, like, I have a very clear understanding, like, like I send out, which I'm sure you do something like this too, but I send out like in the beginning when I sign someone like this are like, these are my expectations for you and like this is what I kind of you know I'll respond to you within 24 hours so I give myself like a good um, chunk of time where it's like I'm not you know neglecting them but they also understand that I'm human too and I need and I've actually it's been really nice because um like we visited Brian a couple weeks ago and just like different things here and there I've had to be like hey, I'm doing check-ins today. It might be longer than 24 hours. Um, and so they're really good about, you know, understanding <laughs> that I don't like <laughs> on my phone 24 seven and that I need a break too. So, and yeah. they've all been super awesome about, you know, they're like, oh, when you give birth, we'll give you like, like, don't worry about responding for a few weeks. I'm like, I'm going to respond to you. I'm, I'm just going to like leave you high and dry. Like you're still my client. You're still paying me, but So I'm like super thankful for that, that it's like, I don't feel that pressure to like always, even though I still feel like I'm always on my phone, I don't feel that pressure to like have to respond to someone right away. Like they understand that I'm a human and I have a life too. (laughs) And you should. Or I try to have a life, but yeah. 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 Well, cause you're like, you kind of balance like being a single mom quite a bit of the time. So maybe talk a little bit about um, yours and your husband, Brian's. So how that impacts you guys. So it's definitely, it's weird. Cause I was just having this conversation with, um, one of my friends, but it's like, it's a weird, like he's home. Like when he's home, he's home full time. So like, he doesn't work when he is here in St. Louis, he work, you know, he travels for his job. So when he's away, he's away like all the time. And then when he's here, he's here all the time. So it's like a weird balance of like long distance relationship, but then like he's always around when yeah. he's here. Yeah. Um, so it's, 
the thing that's hard for me, I think with motherhood specifically is like when he's here, I get lazy, which I know sounds like so weird, but it's like, I, I'm not forced to do every diaper. I'm not forced to like get him up every morning. I'm not forced that when, you know, when he's working, it's just me and I have to do all that. Mm -hmm. So I get like lazy when he's here and that almost like, it's funny because I like I was telling my friend like it almost makes me resentful when he is here because I'm like what do you mean you're going golfing like you've been gone for the past like three months it's my (laughs) turn like but so it's trying to find a it's a weird dynamic because especially like when he comes home for like a few days between jobs it's like you're you're ruining my like flow here my routine yeah but um but it's definitely a balance trying to balance doing everything with like the house like cleaning you know mom stuff client stuff and just doing it all on my own like surprisingly I don't have as many breakdowns <laughs> as I feel like someone in my situation might but on top of it all you're pregnant so there's all <laughs> exactly. those emotions <laughs> exactly. exactly I definitely I've been watching um what's it called it's some like cheesy Netflix like show I don't about like teenage high school love and I like was crying this morning like as I'm like writing client plans I'm like oh my god (laughs) my life here but but yeah it's definitely I think the things that like really 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 help me the most are you like time blocking and like utilizing that time I've gotten really bad I kind of getting lazy at that lately um but just like you know Brayden's nap is 11.30 to 2.30. So trying to get, use that time wisely and not just scroll on my phone or whatever. Um, And then also batch working, like I said, like Thursdays are when I do client plans. Fridays are like my day off. So I use that as like cleaning the house and, you know, going to like appointments, going to the grocery store, stuff like that. So I try and give myself those um, like guidelines, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. it definitely does make balancing it all a little easier. So I don't, cause I'm very like type A when, when I see a to-do list, that's a million miles long, it stresses me out. <laughs> so having those like guidelines around, you know, my work time and what I have to do that day, it definitely makes it a lot easier. So plus I feel like if you're like constricted, like, okay, I have three hours today. Like, yeah have to be productive in these three hours or I won't get it done and so it's kind of like forcing yourself to like yep. you have yeah. to or it's not going to get done yeah. mm-hmm. and um, I know like there's another girl that I follow she's a mom as well and she like posted something a couple weeks ago about how she you know say your nap time is oh like Brayden's is 11 to 2 30 so like she'll give herself like 11 30 to like 1230 to do x y and z and then once that 1230 hits then like whether she finished it or not she like moves on to the next thing so I thought that was kind of like interesting because I feel like for me I'm like yeah I have three hours let me scroll on Instagram (laughs) for like 30 minutes or you know and so then I get to the end of this nap time and I'm like crap I didn't finish my client (laughs) plan so then and then for me it's like well I didn't finish this so I'll use my day off to finish everything and then it's like I'm not getting a day off which can be as like draining and everything so it's kind of 
it's a balance and I still struggle with it too. So yeah, but he does. Um, what do you think, what do you think moms struggle most with? With, um, like with their health, we'll bring it back to sort of health and fitness. What do you think they struggle? Yeah. What do you think they struggle the most with? I would probably say it's a mixture of, I'd probably say it's a mixture of three things that I kind of like see the most is one nutrition, but I think kind of everyone struggles with nutrition. Um, but like mom specific, I see a lot of like, especially when your kids get older, like picking off your kid's food or like finishing it and without even like realizing it, like I'm guilty of doing, like I made Brayden a peanut butter sandwich and I'm like eating the crust because he doesn't Uh eat it. Uh So it's like little things like that, that you don't realize just, you know, like snacking and stuff here and there. Well, like kids, kids food isn't exactly the most nutritious, like right. all their chicken right. eggs and their pizza right. and everything else that yeah. they want that is. Yeah. And it, and it adds up, like you don't realize how, you know, a few bites here and there can add mm-hmm. up and everything, but it really does. Um, but just like in terms of nutrition, I think, like I said, I think a lot of people struggle with this is just, you know, finding the time to like cook something, even though I'm home all day, like I have to meal prep. Otherwise (laughs) I spend, you know, the majority of nap time making lunch or making dinner or whatever, um, that it's like, I'm not able to do anything else. So nutrition, I think is one, um, time management and just trying to figure out how to fit it all in a day. Um, especially if they have like a nine to five job, as well as parenting, you know, trying yeah. to find that balance of work, spending time with your kid, you know, when you get home from work and getting a workout in. Yeah. Um, so like I was telling one of my clients yesterday, you know, she's great about going to the gym in the morning for her resistance workouts, but then she's, you know, having a hard time fitting in like cardio and stuff like that. And I said, you know, break it up. Like if you can go on a 10 minute walk at lunch, that's great. 10 minute walk after dinner, 10 minute, like just any type of movement to get you moving throughout the day is going to be beneficial for you. So I think just kind of, especially if they were big into health and fitness before realizing that it's not going to look the same (laughs) and that's okay. Uh (laughs) Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a two hour gym session. Like it can be 30 minutes here, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here type of thing. Um, And then what was the third one? I don't remember what the third one was. That's my life right now. I think those, I think those are two really big ones. And I think even like for people that aren't moms, like those are things that even I struggle with. Like, yeah, it's just like, like, I think it's a common, like, obviously having a kid like changes your life in multiple ways, but it doesn't have to like, completely take away something that whether it was whether health and fitness was important to you before having a kid or you're like new to it it doesn't have to take away something as you know powerful as like taking care of yourself and your health and I think a lot of people like oh this was kind of like my third one but like we feel like it has to be this like all or nothing thing and that I mean again that can be applied to anyone um so especially with like a lot of my mom clients, they feel like they failed if, you know, they have to, you know, pause a workout because their kid woke up from a nap or, 
you know, they, I don't even know, they had a slice of cake at their kid's birthday party or whatever it is, but it's like, it doesn't have to be this like all consuming thing. Like you can still, you know, be healthy and still, you know, enjoy ice cream with your kids or whatever it is. So yeah, those are my three big things. But I think, like you said, I feel like everyone struggles with those things. <laughs> Having a kid just kind of adds this extra layer of like how do I do it all? And how do I create that balance in my life? So, yeah, for sure. So then, um, that's kind of, if you're already a mom, what about if you are like currently pregnant or like just becoming like postpartum, what do you think are some important things for, um, moms to kind of focus on within their health? Honestly, I, my like biggest thing, whether you're pregnant or like you know, just gave birth or about to give birth or whatever is just give yourself grace in the process. Like I know, I don't even remember. I think I started working out like right when I got cleared at six weeks and you know, I would go on walks and stuff like that before that. But it's like, I see moms all over Instagram, like wanting to jump in like right away. And like, that's great but give yourself time to like be a mom and like, yeah, yeah. Heal. That's obviously most important. Like there's this girl props to her. Like she was squatting like 300 something for pregnancy. And like, that is amazing that your body can do that. But it was like seeing her get back into doing that. I was like, Oh my gosh, like how, how is that possible? I don't know. But, um, like I feel this is like, I felt like I would just like tear even more down there. (laughs) Like, I don't know. So give yourself that grace and that time and like, just take it like one little chunk at a time. So like, if you can focus on, you know, water intake, like like focus on doing that for, you know, a couple of weeks, you can focus on protein or whatever it is. If you take it like one little chunk or habit at a time, it's going to ease, it's going to fit into your obviously new routine a little better. And then it doesn't feel so overwhelming. And that, I mean, obviously that can go for anyone starting on their fitness journey too, is just make it manageable for your routine. Then like meet yourself where you're at. Like you, you don't have to be this like six day, you know, go to the gym six days a week. And there's people on Instagram that you'll see that do that and they can do that, but they probably works their way up to doing that. So yeah. meet yourself where you're at and spend time with your baby. Like I, I, it goes by so fast. You know, like I, I mean, uh, granted we were, Brian and I are both like really big into working out. So we were good about, you know, swapping on and off or like I would work out at home. Um, you know, I think mom sometimes struggle with asking for that help. Like yeah. just being like, can you somebody take the kid for the hour or 45 minutes or whatever like asking for that help I feel like is huge yeah well that's what um so one of my friends Heather I don't know if you follow her or not she's like she posts about like first form stuff sometimes anyways um she specializes in like maternal mental health and so like I was talking to her I don't remember what she called it I need to ask her but like, I was really bad about asking for that help. The first time, like, I felt like I had to do it all. I had to always be there. Like you're the mom. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And obviously like, that's not healthy either. 
And so I would like keep it all bottled up until I just like exploded. <laughs> so, and like, that's not, well, that's how I am not as a mom. Like I'm not good yeah, at that's like, how I am too. my emotions <laughs> and my feelings and what I want. Um, but she called them. I don't, I want to say she said something like state of the union, something she called them something, but like oh. having like meetings with your partner, spouse, whoever, you know, is helping you raise the child. Um, and having it be like a safe space of like, I'm going to lay out everything that is working for me, everything that's not working, what I need from you, what I don't need from you. And like it being a safe space where you can yeah. just lay all out on the table <laughs> and not have the, you know, the other person like get offended by anything. Yeah. And so like Brian and I have already talked about, I'm like, we're doing that this time because I'm not having these, like, I clearly remember we were getting ready. Um, my friend who her, her son is three now, he was getting, um, at our church, we, we don't do baptisms. They do like child dedication. Okay. So we, we had that for him and we were like late for church and it was something with like my phone charger. I think I like, I accidentally plugged in my like pump charger to the laptop. And so like it messed up the, I don't know. So like Brian was all mad that he had to buy a new computer charger or laptop charger. And I was like, so I just remember like bawling on our like front room floor. And it was just this whole thing. And I'm like, over this stupid charger but it was because I like bottled everything up that you know I just exploded everywhere and we just had this big fight before going to church you know so just having that being like able to ask for help is huge it's so hard but like the people who are in your corner and like care about you are gone they're they want to help you especially with something as you know important as your health yeah. Like they're not going to be like, oh no, but here's a bag of chips. Like, <laughs> like, like you can't go work out, but, and if they do that, then like, you don't need them in your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, not the support system we need. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's hard to do. And I think a lot of women in general, like struggle with asking for help, whether you're a mom yeah. or not. Um, but being able to have that like open communication and be like, Hey, I need this even if it's like 10 minutes or like 20 yeah. minutes, yeah, um, it can make, or like I, one piece of advice I give my moms is like, bring your kid with you. Like whether they're a newborn and you take them on a walk. Like I have a mom who like her, I think, I think her son is like four or five. Okay. He might be four, but he like loves watching her work out and like, does it like pretends That's to so do it. Like I love that there's so many videos out there of like kids doing workouts with them. Well, that's like, they love, they love mimicking you and they love being with you. And, you know, kids will run around in circles. (laughs) Wear them out. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, they, I think a lot of times moms like feel guilty for not, you know, like, oh, I'm taking this 30 minutes for myself, but that's like 30 minutes I'm not spending on their like development or their like whatever. Yeah. I'm like, 30 minutes to let them run around in circles and dance to music is helping them. Like yeah. it's, yeah. you know, and they're, they're seeing you stay active and healthy, which I think is such a huge thing. Even if they're like, like Brayden is two, well, almost two. And like, he knows when we go to the gym, he know like he knows the gym atmosphere. So he's growing up mm-hmm. knowing that like, 
working out and moving our bodies is important to Brian and I, so we can, yeah. you know, be healthy for him and stuff. So, yeah, for sure. Plus it like, I see it as a teacher a lot where these kids are so addicted to like their technology and like mm-hmm. all these things, like they don't even know life outside of their little, like, yeah, their books and their iPads and the TV and stuff. And it's just crazy because the parents will go off and do their thing and they'll just plop them in front of the TV instead yeah. of like encouraging yeah. them to be with them. Um, yeah. And I think, um, especially, I mean, I kind of know we're nearing August and stuff, but with like it being summertime, like there's so many ways to just like get out and be active with your kids, especially while they're still on summer break and everything. Like yep. even, um, like the zoo is big here in St. Louis. So like even going to the zoo and just like walking around, like that's still movement for both of you guys. And yeah, you know, it's something that you guys can do as a family and, you know, it helps, gets you active. And so yeah. I don't know. I, I saw um, one teacher that I follow on Instagram, she at their school, while the kids are out at recess, the teachers like walk around the park, like the whole time. And so it's like, obviously if your kids are little enough where you have to be watching them constantly at the park, but like if there's like baseball fields or whatever, you know, like your kids can play and you can do your movement of the day instead of sitting on the bench and watching them. Yeah. Cause I know I have worked with, you know, a few people who are like teachers or nurses where they have longer, you know, day, like you guys get to school before the kids do and stay after. And like, you're yeah. always, you know, working on your feet and <laughs> going, going and planning and everything like that, that it's like, it's it sometimes can feel hard to fit some type of exercise or movement in, but like sneaking it in and when you can throughout the day plus it doesn't feel like exercise I feel like at that point if you're you know talking with your coworkers or whatever so yeah or even I mean like playing with your kid like that yeah that takes work like throwing or lifting them or whatever (laughs) like it's it's a workout in itself this is gonna sound so weird but like one of his favorite things to do was like and it's so uncomfortable for me being pregnant but (laughs) I'll be, I'll be like on all fours, like a cow pretty much. And he likes like crawling through my legs and then I'll like move yeah, yeah. and he like crawls back. I'm like, Oh my gosh. But like just doing something like that, it doesn't seem like it's the, obviously it's not the hardest thing to do in the world, but it it's movement and it's definitely getting my heart rate up. So. <laughs> no kidding. Oh it's gosh. just like little things like that, that I don't know. I feel like like you said, I feel like as a society, we've lost how, like how important health and fitness can be, especially for kids. And, you know, as adults, it's easy to neglect it, but it catches up with us. And I don't know, I, from, I wouldn't consider myself like obese by any means when I was like a kid, but I was definitely like overweight. And so I don't want that for my kids. And I want to, you know, obviously Brian and I, you know, we work out and we lift weights and we, you know, have our insecurities around our bodies and stuff that I, obviously I don't want them to have, but I want them to know, you know, the importance of movement and taking care of yourself. And we, Brayden eats pizza and like he had donuts before he went to bed. And that's probably why he's still not sleeping, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but like, you know, we also, 
know the importance of taking care of ourselves and our bodies and we hopefully help pass that on to him and stuff yeah. too so well, I read making, some making huh? it like a true lifestyle like yeah not being like oh you can't have this because it's unhealthy like that's a terrible mindset for these kids yeah. to grow up with because then they like they've seen so many like kids go the opposite way but, yeah because mm -hmm. they've always been deprived of these foods so they think that like now I get yeah. it I need to eat all of them yeah yeah well and that's what um like I remember growing up mainly I don't think my parents really like soda but um we never had it in the house but like you know in high school and stuff like once I started driving to school it's like we would always stop at quick trip yep. and get like rooster rooster slushies or like soda or like something to bring to school and it's like obviously yeah. that stuff is just my what? 600 Sugar. calorie caribou yeah yeah so it's like just things like that that you know not saying that my parents should have like given me soda every day or whatever <laughs> but knowing that I could have had that option if I wanted to maybe would have maybe not you know want it as yeah. much I don't know it's but just like a little a treat yeah just like little things like that that um you know like he gets ice cream and cake and yeah. all of that good stuff and but he also and gets he, vegetables and fruit and yeah. water and <laughs> yeah exactly so it's just kind of I oh this is what I was gonna say I read something um this is like on Pinterest like I was scrolling one night and I saw it but it was like it was a quote and it said like taking care of her it was like something like the best thing you can do to take care of your kids is like take care of your health or take care of yourself or something like that something like part of taking care yeah. of your kids is taking care of your health I don't know it was something like that but essentially essentially it was saying that like you know by taking care and making time for your health and yourself you know you are giving that to your kid because you don't want to you know die at 40 because of a heart attack or yeah you know high well, cholesterol or whatever so yeah and also like for me I need to do it like I can't show up as a good teacher mm -hmm. if I'm not like energized and like, if I am constantly eating junk food yeah. and not moving my body, you like just feel gross. You're not going to show yeah. up as like the best mom or the best teacher, mm -hmm. the best wife or whatever it is, because you're like, yeah. your body isn't fueled for it. And I think too, like a lot of people, like, we just don't understand that. Like, I know for me before I started, you know, really focusing on what I eat it was like oh I'm tired let me drink more coffee you're like oh yeah. <laughs> you know this this pizza I'm eating like it's fine even though I like want to pass out on the couch 30 minutes later <laughs> like yeah. you know like what you put into your body truly fuels your body and makes you feel your best like no one wants to feel miserable you know no. when you're trying to like run around with your kid or whatever so yeah. and then chugging 600 milligrams of caffeine caffeine yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's actually funny because becoming a mom and being pregnant like obviously you can't have as excuse me as much caffeine while you're pregnant and breastfeeding and stuff so it's like really limited my intake and now I can be good off like a cup of coffee or something so I'm like it was kind of like a wake-up call because I used to be like a bang in the morning <laughs> bang before a workout coffee uh-huh yeah but so kind of a good thing I guess having kids made me cut down yeah, the there you go. um but. do you think that a lot of moms struggle with 
like especially with the social media space like comparing themselves and like wanting to like either go to extremes or have unrealistic expectations or things like that like what do you see most with your clients in that regard or what do you kind of so I think I think it's been like a kind of the shift that I'm like seeing on social media which is like great and the whole message of like, oh, you don't need to bounce back. You don't, you know, give your body time. Like it, you know, took nine months to grow a human when like that message is great, but it's like, I feel like that message is being clouded by all of the other, I mean, there's always going to be fad diets and all of this because that's what sells. And there, I feel like too, I don't, maybe it's just because I'm a mom. And so like, I had these messages, but I feel like too, as a mom, you're more likely to be like victims of the like, uh, MLM, like messaging because they see that like, you're in this vulnerable state and you are desperate to feel like yourself again. And so they prey on that. And it's so heartbreaking because as a mom, like you're desperate for anything sometimes to like, feel Mm -hmm. like yourself again. And if someone's telling you, Hey, take, you know, this pill, that pill, this supplement, this wrap, and you'll feel amazing again. Like, you know, who wouldn't jump on that if you're not feeling your best. So it's hard. I feel like to break through that, like clutter and stuff, um, especially, and I mean, you'll, you see moms who like can bounce, I hate the word bounce back, but you see moms yeah. who like look freaking amazing, like four yeah. months after having a baby. And that's just how their bodies are. I don't, obviously I don't know, you know, their history and everything, but it's hard to not compare yourself, you know, to seeing, you know, like a mom who just had gave birth and has a six pack now. Yeah. And you're like, why is my tummy still like, you know, I'll have all these walls and everything. But yeah. I had a conversation with a mom um, this morning, actually, and we were talking about how, like, you can't compare yourself to someone else. Like, you can only compare yourself to you. And even in that sense, like, you can't compare the season you're in now with the season you were in, like, 10 years ago in high school when you Mm -hmm. weighed 125 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, like, even you know, that advice can be given to anyone if you're not yeah. like in high, in high school, like maybe, you know, you weren't matured already enough yet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so like 125 isn't realistic for her as a mom of three now. And so like, <laughs> she has a lot more going on. So to compare one, her journey with maybe someone who has one kid or two, you know, even has three kids, but maybe they have a lot of help that you're not seeing behind the scenes. Yep. Um, so it's hard to kind of navigate, obviously what's real and what's not on social media. Um, like I follow this one mom who she's like Insta famous, whatever you want to call it. But like, she's even talked about how, like, she's one of those moms who has like a six pack, like a few months after giving birth, but she's, but she's like, talks about how she has like a nanny and like a housekeeper. So she's not having, she has help doing all of these things where she can devote more time, you know, to the gym or meal prep or whatever, um, where maybe the mom seeing that is a single mom of three who, you know, is working two jobs and can only give 20 minutes a day. So it's kind of like, 
you don't know the work that goes on behind the scenes. Um, and it's hard to kind of not compare yourself, especially like I said, when you're in that vulnerable state of like, you just want to feel human again. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I think a lot of, well, like women in general and moms like struggle with, but for sure, it's hard trying to like break through that messaging and like get well, out. And, yeah. And it's hard too, because like when you're in it, you don't know that it's like not yeah. the best thing for you. Like you just like wholeheartedly are like, no, this is going to work. It's going to like, this yeah. is going to fix it. Like I've tried everything before, but I haven't tried it. Oh. Yeah. And even like, I remember, um, you know, I've been doing this for how long? And like, I remember even in my, like in the beginning stages of, you know, after Braden, I wanted to jump right in back into working out. And it was like, mm, I can't do that right now. <laughs> like that hurts in areas it shouldn't hurt. Yeah. Like, you know, I got right back into macro counting and I thought, you know, with, pumping and breastfeeding I thought I knew what I was doing at the time but I had to like relearn how to fuel my body because I was burning so many extra calories and stuff yeah. which again is kind of like benefited me now as a coach because now yeah. I have that experience yeah but sure. but it's something that it's like it's a new whether you're a first-time mom or like have five kids like it's always a new experience when you add a new human to your family so yeah yeah no kidding well and it just like gets busier like you're now instead of like focusing all your attention on one mm -hmm. kid you're focusing your attention on two kids and so like yep. it's double the double the time yeah. commitment also I feel like sometimes and yeah, babies are but I'm a little work in general I'm a little I have a little nervous haven't really given tried to give it too much thought to the whole like two kids thing I keep telling myself that like I did it one time and I adapted. I can do it again. So we'll exactly. see. Well, plus, I mean, the baby stage is great because they sleep a lot, even though yeah. they're like very vocal and everything else. But then like once they get older, I feel like the second one, at least this is how it was when I like nannied and stuff, they could at least like play together. And then I can yeah. just be like, mm -hmm. okay, like you two like go and do your own thing and I'm going to yeah. do this or whatever. Yeah. Like it keeps them both kind of occupied. Right. I know that's what I have a few mom friends in the neighborhood that they have multiple kids and like we'll always hang and they're a little older they're like four and stuff so we'll always hang out I'm like oh I can't wait for that <laughs> they can just like <laughs> entertain each other and stuff uh -huh. but um but yeah so it's definitely I feel like I know like this is kind of one of the questions that you know, someone asked me, but I feel like you're never really ready to bring another human into the world. Like, <laughs> like I could probably sit here and plan all day long to, you know, whether we were going to have one kid, two kids, three, whatever, but, um, you kind of just like make it work, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't like you're forced obviously to make it work. Uh -huh. Um, so like we, I'm an only child. So like i probably could have been fine with just one kid um yeah. just because that's what I know yeah. um but I also like knew that there was like more for me and our more for our family if that makes sense yeah. like I was never one of these like girls to be like oh I dream of this big wedding and like 10 million kids and like every like I have all these I mean like I had names I liked but I didn't have like set names picked out and all this yeah. stuff 
Like I know nothing wrong with that. If you do, that just like wasn't me. Um, it was never something that I like cared about. I don't know. Yeah. Like dreamed of or whatever. But yeah. like once you have one, like I just felt like our family, like they always say, like you know, you'll know when your family's complete. And I like didn't feel that my heart was complete yet. Not that like Brayden doesn't complete my heart or anything, but I no. felt like there was just like even now, like I, when we found out we were having a girl, like I told Brian, I was like, okay, one of each we're done. But like, even in my heart, don't tell him this, even in my heart, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'll be like done yet. So it's, it's a weird, I don't know. I also love, I'm like a weird person and I love being pregnant. So I don't know. I, <laughs> I know some people, like that one day. <laughs> some people hate it. This time has yeah. been a lot more difficult, but cause everything kind of grows a lot faster, but um but yeah so I don't know it's kind of this weird like you know, like when you find your person like you know you know type of thing yeah. so I, I don't know yeah. I felt like we weren't done yet and I know Brian wanted multiple kids and I always said I wanted four that's not gonna happen <laughs> but <laughs> but I my my like this was my like one plan was yeah. four kids by the time I was 30 and that is clearly not gonna happen <laughs> Like I'll be 30 next year. So unless we have like twins right after this, which not going to that's not <laughs> then, but so I don't know, but it's just kind of an adjustment. And I feel like you kind of figure it out as you go. And yeah, well, and you just find like, I mean, especially with this year, you just find a new normal, like, yeah. just like, yeah, you learn how your family works now and yeah. You make adjustments as it goes and yeah. everything else. I think that was one of the hardest things for me as a mom was letting go of like my expectations and just letting the day go as the day went. And Especially if it worked for a out, person. yeah, <laughs> if it worked out great. Like, you know, like the other day, Brayden didn't nap at all. So like, that's just what our day was. And you know there's no point I can't force him to sleep so yeah. <laughs> you know I can't or just like was like I can't force him to eat something I can like yep. give him the food but so just kind of like like you said you find your new normal so yeah 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 um, that was kind of like all over the place okay <laughs> that's usually how my podcasts go I just like yeah. have a topic and then I just kind of like ramble and then I find different avenues and but I think it's all like a, really, especially like for either new moms or current moms, like trying to find that balance, trying to find that routine mm -hmm. and like, hopefully they find that this is helpful. Yeah. I think it's helpful, but yeah. Um, let's see here. What other questions did people ask? They said, oh, any like supplements or like the foundations or things that you um, have clients who want to start or restart their programs, like their fitness programs? Um, so I, obviously guys, she's not a doctor. So talk to your yeah. doctor <laughs> listening to any of these recommendations. <laughs> um, I really, the only things I like recommend for clients like especially like I have a few moms who are like breastfeeding and stuff like that is definitely still with like a prenatal um I think that's like so beneficial obviously like while um, they're like after the baby like when they're pumping yeah okay so you can still like take that while you're like breastfeeding and stuff like that because it helps with the nutrients and the milk and everything um and then like a fish oil is great still um I like 
I really am like very bare minimum now with supplements, which like like I used to take like every supplement known to man. Um, But I really only like if someone comes to me asking like the three supplements they should take, I say a prenatal or like multivitamin, depending on, you know, where they're at. Yeah. Um, Fish oil and then like a protein after their workout. Yeah. I'm like, that's really all like you can add other things like, you know, creatine and you know, all the Greens other powders and yeah, and all of that stuff, but I'm like focus on I think one of the things that get kind of gets lost with supplements, which I'm sure you, you know, notice this too is like we rely on them so much that it's like I want them to create habits of getting protein in and getting fruits and vegetables in from like actual foods instead of like having to be like, oh, let me go spend thousands of dollars on supplements. So yeah, well, yeah. they really rack up. So it's like you want like the most bang for your buck in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's actually like from the way I look at it too, like if you're trying to show your kids how to eat a certain way, like you want them to see those fruits and vegetables. Like you're feeding though, you're not going to give your, well, maybe you will, but give your kid like a greens drink. They're probably not going to drink that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, ha- eat what you would give your kid. Well, in terms of the fruits and vegetables, <laughs> yeah. like not necessarily like chicken nuggets, for real, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like the whole foods are going to matter and creating those habits around the whole foods are going to matter more than trying to you know, just figure out what supplements are taking pre-workout or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Plus I think it kind of goes back to the whole like MLM and just supplement industry in general of being like, oh, this is magic. And it's going to cure your, whatever your issue is that you're trying to fix where the supplement is not going to fix that. Like you still have lifestyle changes to actually fix the root problem. Right. Will not magically help your gut. Like yeah, and that's why I think like like my last resort, some most of the time is recommending like a supplement because I feel like you know if you don't have those habits around whole foods and your nutrition, then the supplement isn't going to matter much. You're just kind of throwing money down the toilet. So yeah. Pretty much. That's my thought on supplements. <laughs> that makes sense. Though. I could probably go on a whole, we could probably do a whole nother podcast on that. Yeah, we but. totally could. <laughs> That's <laughs> do's and don'ts of supplements and the supplement industry. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. All right. Well, um, we'll kind of start wrapping it up. So <laughs> what is, what is your favorite part about being a coach? And what is your favorite part about being a mom? Honestly, my favorite like I got into being a coach because I obviously have a huge passion for like health and fitness and helping people. But I think my favorite part is honestly like the friendships and just the people I get to like chat with on a daily basis. Um, I have some clients who have been working with me. Like one of my clients, like when we started working together, she was using, it was like right when COVID started, she was using like paint cans in her garage to, like, yep. instead of like <laughs> weights. And it's like being able to be with her from then through like all of now, like we were like the same person. And so like building those <laughs> friendships along the way. And it like, it definitely helps build that, you know, client coach relationship too, because they know that 
they can trust me or they can literally tell me like some people, some of my clients probably tell me things that like their partners don't even know, yeah. or, like their friends know. So yeah. having, I think those friendships, um, I keep saying I want to do like a big team meetup or something, but <laughs> just a matter of like trying to do all that. When and where, yeah. Right. Um, and then favorite part about being a mom is probably just like watching him as like a human. Like, I don't know, like it seems so like weird, but just like, I'm sure you saw the video of him yesterday with like the doll, but he was like, uh-huh. like, you know, feeding the doll and like making little noises or like his favorite word is like, whoa. And so like, just seeing like, you know, he'll like flip pages of a book and be like, whoa, and just like, <laughs> see the world through his eyes and kind of, it brings you back down to earth. And it like reminds you of like the ant on the ground is like, cool. Like yeah. it's freaking <laughs> God's creation. Like, yeah. you know, something that I would normally maybe step on because I'm not <laughs> looking at my phone or whatever yeah. is like, he's finding so fascinating so just like little things like like that oh I love that um all right last one what is a resource you think the audience the audience needs could be a book podcast product paper um I would say like in terms of like education it can be anything it could be anything yeah anything that you found helpful either as a mom as being in the Um, fitness industry I think well one thing that I personally love doing and I don't know if like a lot of people like this but like when we go on walks and stuff like that like I'm a huge podcast person so I like well, they're listening to a podcast, so they probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, assume are podcast people. I like murder podcasts. My favorite murder good. Um, and I also like, um, definitely invest in like, whether you're a planner person or not, like a good planner or like somewhere where you can like write things down. And so you don't feel so overwhelmed with everything. Like I have just like a notepad here, like something. Oh, they can't see me. <laughs> yep, there's that. There's my like mom brain kicking in. Well, you can see my, <laughs> but like just something that, you know, that really helps me throughout the day. I'll be like, okay, brain dump. Like, what do I need from the grocery store? What do I need? You know, so it helps you feel more like in control of your day-to-day tasks. Yeah, so. a little more organized. Yeah. I love well, it. I put in, I have, um, both a planner and a separate like checklist thing. And then I yeah. have like my phone calendar. I don't yeah. know how people do it, but just like winging it. I know. I, I use my phone and I like literally your sticky note thing has been a game changer and I have so many clients doing it too. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's the best. It's the only th- way that I get it done, but I got this thing. And so now it's just like my whole week in one. Ooh, I like then that. I just like put the line in the middle of it all instead of like, I like that. a bajillion yeah. different ones. But yeah. Yeah. So those are my two. One kind of like for fun. If you're a big murder person, I like my favorite murder. And Jenna Kutcher also has a good podcast, oh, but she yeah. she's more like business mm-hmm. related, yeah. but I like her too. Yeah. She's good too. All right. Pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? <laughs> listen to you. Um, I'm basically Sassy Burnett Fitness. I think on everything, like my website, sassybrunettfitness.com. 
Instagram, Sassy Burnett Fitness. Um, I made a TikTok, but I don't think I'm going to be using it that much. So I'm just like, wow, this post a bunch about Brayden kid videos. Yeah. So much. Um, what else do I have? I'm sure. Do you just have a link in your bio and Instagram that has everything? Yeah, I have like an email list and everything but that can all be found on my Instagram or website. So those are basically the two main ones. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, go ahead and follow her. Share this podcast out for anybody else who needs it. And thanks for being on. Thank you. Yeah, this is fun. Bye. See ya. I don't know how to stop it. I hope you guys found that just as informative and helpful as I did. Um, make sure that you go ahead and follow her on all of her social medias and take me and her in your favorite part of the episode. Like I mentioned at the beginning, if you haven't enrolled yet in August subscription site, make sure you do that now. I give you uh, workouts, nutrition help, um, ebooks on all sorts of fitness and health related topics. You get in to the world of my clients with the app that we use, group messaging, daily tips, and um, feedback from me as always. So go ahead and get signed up for that. Today is the last day or my one-on-one coaching. I only have four spots available, so make sure that you are getting signed up and take one of those before the school year starts and I have to close my doors. Hope you have a really good rest of your Sunday and I will talk to you guys later.